Hey guys, it's Friday. This is day number five of the run of podcasts of A Waste of Time with It's The Real that we are calling February Surprise. Surprise, good things come to an end, but do not worry. We will be back on Tuesday with another episode. But for today, today we've got Mike Carson on the podcast. So Mike Carson, uh, and maybe people don't know because this is the first substantial interview that he's ever done. He is Big Sean's creative director and he's got a great story. But, Jeff, before we get into that story, I wanted to say a little something to the people. Now, whether you've been rocking with us for nearly a decade or if you're brand new to us, thanks to this very here podcast, we appreciate you. Listen, we're just two kids who grew up loving hip-hop music and hip-hop culture, and we are so grateful that we've carved our own lane in this world and we've been around for, man, going on 10 years. Now, whether it's weekly sketch videos or absurdist interviews, podcasts, or even our music videos, you guys have been there to support, to spread the word, and to push us forward. In just a few weeks, the two of us are going to be living out our dream and headlining SOBs here in New York City. It is called Your Girls Tour. And you know who's been on that stage. Everybody from Kanye to Drake to John Legend to 2 Chains to Schoolboy Q and Kendrick and Chance the Rapper. And now these two idiots. But having attended a million concerts at SOBs over the last 10 years, we know what kind of opportunity this is. And we've been working very hard over the last two months getting ready for an unforgettable night. So here's the thing. We don't just want to show up on February 23rd. Like we've done our whole career, let's aim for the sky and listen, let's sell SOBs out. And this is where you can help. New York City, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Westchester, New Jersey, Connecticut, and beyond, South Harlem. (laughs) If you love It's The Real, if you appreciate what we bring to the game, if our podcast is a soundtrack to your commute, if we can bring laughs to an otherwise shitty day, show us some love for this concert and buy your tickets today. I don't care if you're in New York. I don't care if you're outside of New York. Buy your tickets today to your girls' tour on February 23rd. Tickets are literally the price of a movie, and please know that this night will be a movie. So go to itsthereal.com right now. Don't wait any longer. Go to itsthereal.com. And let's make history together. Jeff, we have Chicago's own Mike Carson in the building today. Tell the people a little something about him. Mike Carson, we have known since he was 18 and couldn't get into clubs. That was our job to get him in. Uh, He has watched the throne. He has filmed the throne. He has been the creative director for Big Sean. He has done visual work for Drake and Bryson Tiller and beyond. He is somebody who I have said will be my boss one day, and I truly believe it. He is the future. When do you want to get into this episode? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Harrison Ford, a.k.a. Stomping in my Air Force One. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Wrist So Cold, a.k.a. Wearing Short Sleeves. Yo, it's Mike Carson, a.k.a. Lil Uber X, a.k.a. <laughs> your mama's favorite director. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time, but it's the real. Mike, congratulations, number one, on the release of this new Big Sean album. Thank you. And uh, congratulations on your whole career. We're, like, super excited to to have you up here to talk about the whole thing. Man, thank you. I'm honored to be here. I've um, known you since you were, what, like... 18. 18. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I was thinking about that on the right here. Like, only a few people have known me since I was 18 that I still, like, know today. Every once in a while, like, all of good music will do shows together. Very rarely. 
yeah. I mean, but like every once in a while. But so, so how does that work in terms of creative visions? Like, because everybody seems to have a creative director, right? And so yeah. like, you have like six creative directors. I, I don't think there's been a real good music show since the creative director era, <laughs> if you think about it. Like the last real life good music show was South By. Yeah. If you think about it, like for real, like, okay, we're going to really get everybody in one room and plan this out. And that wasn't even really planned out. It was at South By in 2012. Mm-hmm. So there hasn't been a real good music. Like Summer Jam was like, okay, Governor's, whatever, Governor's Ball got canceled, yep, and yeah. we're going to all come out on Sean's set. Mm-hmm. So we were already there, and it was like, okay, <laughs> here we're going to write the set list. I think we like knew, like, there was like, okay, Kanye might come out. And then it was like, okay, Kanye is coming out. So I had a plan of what I thought it was going to be. And then we got back there. Not the case, which is cool. Um, so we all just sat there and did the set list. And then I remember how all these, like, looks in my head like that I was going to do. And then, like, I'm walking out and, sh- and like, Kanye is like, this ain't Tumblr. Do one look. <laughs> I was like, Are you still on Tumblr? No. Yeah, because we um, were just talking about this. Like, yeah, uh, I, I we, don't, I don't know if, if the value still translates. And it was a pocket where I was way too much on Tumblr. Like, <laughs> very inspired by Tumblr. Um, Forty ounce van dot tumblr dot com. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like good music. I think there's like a good music show this year or something like at a festival. So. Is there a good music Tumblr? Prop. There's a good music. Yeah, I, I there's a good there's music. A like hundred thousand yeah. good music. Tumblr. There's like a good music Twitter that's verified. I have no idea who runs it. It's a lot of. It's me. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad that the truth finally came. That's out. right. That's yeah. right. Where are you originally from? I'm from Chicago, like the Burbs. Yeah. So, um, and then I moved here, and then I moved to LA. So. So uh, and that's it. Bye. Where, <laughs> where? Where? Which? Which suburb of Chicago are you from? Uh, West Burbs. So like. Bellwood, Maywood area. Okay. And then, um, Is that like where Home Alone was shot? <laughs> no, not that, not quite that suburb. But when I went to high school, I went to like a suburb that was super Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, did you? Uh, did you have a big family growing up? No, nah, it's just like me, my brother, my mom, my dad. Your brother is older, or younger? Younger. He's twenty. Well, he'll, he'll probably be twenty-one when this comes out. So you? Oh, really? Yeah. Happy early birthday to him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're growing up, you're the oldest child. That means you experience everything first. Yeah. So were you getting into trouble as a youngster? Were you good? What were you like? No, nah, I probably was a good one. I was like <laughs> editing videos and like Oh, you were? Watching TV. What are, your, what are you using like at that point? VHS um, or mini DV? Nah, or? I'm, I'm, I'm like probably YouTube era. So like when we I was like nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't quite like I, – I definitely – Shot first on tape, which yeah. is mini DV. Um, actually, no, I didn't shoot first on tape. When I was like nine, my my dad bought me this camera. It was like a hundred bucks. It was called like Digital Blue or something. Yep. Which thinking about it now, it was super ahead of its time because it was like a digital video recorder in like two thousand, yeah, like two thousand, and you can like edit crazy like videos put like explosions and like helicopters on video. So everything but was in camera. It was in camera, but like you like plugged it into the computer. And, like, you can, like, do crazy editing. So that was, like, my first experience with that. And like you were nine. Nine, yeah. Were you a Mac household? No, no. PC? Yeah, like, compact PC. Wow. Yeah. Like a huge tower? Yeah, huge tower. Very slow. <laughs> <laughs> Dial-up internet, AOL. What did you... Wait, did you have, like, PCs or or uh, Apples at your at your school? Um, I didn't even, like... 
I never went to a school that had any type of media program. Nothing. Not well, like no, because like <laughs> I was like, like growing up, I would do like sound and stuff maybe at school, like mm-hmm. like sound engineering or like plays or like uh, like school events. But there was no like video program or like graphic program. I went to like middle school. I went to like Christian school, so it was very like assembly musical church vibe so right. i was like doing sound i thought that god would be like an apple fan so <laughs> no 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 not, in, yeah, not 10 years ago we had jobs i know yeah. Yeah. god so, so you're editing video at at nine yeah, like is that because nine. you're watching like movies and saying that's yeah, what i want to do how yeah, did you get into that honestly probably just like music videos like i like vividly remember being like young like watching hype williams like Aaliyah videos and, yeah like, and then, like, on the film side, it's going to sound crazy, but, like, Robert Rodriguez, like, Spy Kids had yep. this, like, crazy, like, extended featurette thing where he was, like, showing how he made the movie. And then, like, he had this, like, on the side, he had this thing called, like, 10-Minute Film School, I think it's called. So, like, a combination of those things, I was like, I want to direct movies at the time, I thought. But, like, now I don't want to direct movies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you shoot like uh, like just around with like your friends and stuff? Yeah, really like at, when I was like nine it was like with my brother like shooting like fake music videos and like Was he a know. good subject? Thinking about it now yeah <laughs> I think I think it worked out. Did he just do everything <laughs> that you, you asked yeah, of him? Yeah like at a young age and then like once I like got older it was like alright friends like start to rap and stuff so it's like oh shoot my like rap thing. When we were growing up we we went to a day camp right mm. over the summer and uh they did have some sort of like photography and uh video program video program and, yeah. and radio for a time too where they had mm. this like little like pirate radio station that we just took over so if you like drove by the camp for those like you know like two feet, blocks yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get you get like to hear like 1047 or whatever it was right yeah. and so but but when we did uh all these movies like it got to the point where we were just like you had 40 you know 12 and 13 year olds and we're like uh somehow we're gonna recreate um the thriller video the, no it was wow. it was uh oh, beat it beat it yeah, yeah michael jackson beat it and it was just like i'm sure a lot of those kids had no sort of you know understanding of it but like for us who were just yeah. like in charge of it we're like oh yeah that's gonna make sense <laughs> did you ever make and did you ever write any movies early back then and like have any just like bizarre plot lines because we also had like we were just like oh yeah uh, men in slacks, like you yeah. know, a '70s version <laughs> of Men in Black. You know, <laughs> I think you guys are way more creative. Than <laughs> no, we just like puns. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. At that point, you're 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 working with an in-camera situation. Um, you're doing effects yourself. You're working with your brother. At what point do you sort of like branch out and start collaborating with other friends? And I think like school projects, like. By the time I got to, like, high school, I'm, like, skipping a lot of stuff. But by the time I got to, like, high school, it was like, all right, you have to, like, do this presentation. And it's usually, like, a PowerPoint or a poster or something. I was like, I'll make a video. <laughs> Which is, like, thinking about it now, it's way harder. Right. But at the time, it was like, I was like, this is way more fun than you. Like, we read, like, Beowulf. Yeah. We did, like, a, it's probably still on YouTube now. Really? It's like, I have to find it. Well, what is it? It's like a full... 13 minute recreation of Beowulf Whoa. for school. Directed 70, by Mike Carson. Yeah, 70 million views. <laughs> yeah, 70 million <laughs> negative views. So, so wait, so so you go from um, public uh, elementary school to... I went to like, yeah, probably like, yeah, elementary to middle. Middle was like when I've really started like, you know, figuring myself out in like the media sense of things. So I was like doing sound and 
playing around with the video stuff and like making beats and stuff. And while you're in Catholic middle school. Yeah, it was Christian middle school. Yeah. Christian middle school. Very so black. So you don't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> very, very black. Yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, what are your teachers? Are your teachers giving you any like creative sort of help in nah, that regard? No. Nah. You're just getting it all out outside of that. I had like one music teacher who was like super like supportive of just me as a creative in the sense of like, yo, take piano, yo, this is how you do sound. He gave me like a mixing board, but not in like a here's how to do videos. It was like YouTube, man, and like just figuring it out. So you're six foot eight, six Probably, or seven? Probably, yeah. Um, how are you playing the piano? I was not six foot eight in middle school. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wasn't like, at the time, I wasn't like super hyped on piano. Mm -hmm. Like looking back, I like wish I would have just thought about it a little harder. I probably could be like Scott Storch or something. <laughs> oh, man. Not all Scott Storch. Yeah, all you need is but a little like, bit of cocaine. Yeah. I meant more so on the like, piano. It's like the freshest on my brain because I keep seeing all these videos of Scott Storch playing piano recently. Yeah. yeah. Did you upload everything you did to YouTube? No, no, no. Well, maybe in high school, yeah. I like made all these videos private, but I'll show you guys yeah. if I can find them. But yeah, high school is like when it's like YouTube was like a thing and like trying to get subscribers and stuff. I yeah. Had like 20 subscribers. Where did you go from that $100 camera? I had this like JCPenney digital camera thing my parents got me for Christmas. It's probably like 200 bucks, which is like a pretty expensive Christmas gift. Well, and it's, and it's double as much as, yeah, you know, the yeah. first one. <laughs> so like that was like more middle school, late middle school times. And then. I uh, I got a mini DV camera, and that was like a big deal. So it wasn't as easy. You have to like figure out how to use the editing program for real. I think it was like Sony Vegas or something. I was using. All right, so Mike Wax uh, and you first meet up when you're what uh, 17, 18? 17, yeah. And so Mike Wax was running Ilroots. Yeah. Were you also part of Ilroots at the time? Not at the not at the time. I was just in. I met him in college. Right. And I think a friend of mine had a class with him. They were like, "Yo, this dude Mike Wax." And at the time, I wasn't, like, really on Ill Roots like that. I think I was super into Two Dope Boys or something. Wow. <laughs> crazy. Does Mike know that? Probably not, but he will now. <laughs> they were like, yo, like, I was like, oh, that's crazy. But you went to uh, Columbia College, right? Yeah, Columbia College in Chicago. Um, so How far away from home was that? Not far, like 30 minutes. You could take the train there? Yeah, but I lived on campus. Oh, you did? Which was, like, a Chicago apartment. So I'm still paying for it. Oh. <laughs> but what what did you think you were going to do with your college career? Um, I went for television editing, but I knew I didn't want to do that. But that was kind of like a safe, like, everybody was like, don't go to film school. You'll never get a job. Like, at least try to, like, get a job. Right. So it was like, all right, Chicago has, like, a big TV presence, I guess. So mm -hmm. it was like TV editing, but I knew I didn't want to do that. But I knew I was pretty good at editing. So, yeah, that's what I went. So, like, I, I met Mike at like like our school was hosting like a B.O.B. concert in like the lobby and like Mike knew B.O.B. or something so sure yeah he's like 18 <laughs> yeah. and he like knew all the rappers right so yeah. like I met him there and I like filmed some stuff and like uh he was like yo can I use it for oats and I was like yeah let me put my like website in the side I think my site was like mikecarson.tk like that was like the free domain at the time. <laughs> I remember being super hyped was on two dope boys like, <laughs> like yo it's on two dope boys yeah, yeah. cool that it's on two dope boys yeah. and okay that it's on Ill Roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was like the beginning of our was B.O.B. the first uh concert you've been to no first concert I went to was probably Kurt Franklin wow. oh wow and it was crazy it was like pyro and like him coming out the ground like it was real like bad boy yeah like, <laughs> like at the height of Kurt Franklin so like stomp stomp no which was right it was like I think it was a oh, new the second album new or revelation tour yeah, yeah. which was when he was like Puff Daddy yeah wow so like that was probably my first concert 
my first rap concert, this is going to make me sound really young, was Cool Kids and Flostradamus. Oh, my God. You are very young. I'm I know. Young, but I was only 16, which is like a rap concert. Yeah. That's like, like, that's like rap concert age. First yeah. real, real rap concert was Glow in the Dark Tour. Wow. Oh, man. And then what did you think of the Glow in the Dark Tour? I still like still probably today still the best show I've ever seen. Yeah, I and, agree with that. And so it is the best show you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, period. Or her, or heard too. Yeah. Like the music is like. But beyond like your video skills, did you have this artistic bent where you just like Kanye sees in in, in like, color, color and and Pharrell yeah, sees is, in like sound, right? Yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't think I have any like scientific. Oh. <laughs> but I, I was always just like dabbling, so it was like. I would do like music, like make beats, uh, very whatever. I was like doing theater, like behind the scenes stuff, like building sets and doing lighting mm-hmm. and playing football at the same time. Mm-hmm. And what doing position? video. I play like left tackle and like tight end and defensive tackle. But I was not very good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, like, I definitely was like towards the end skipping football practice to like go to like theater Smoke cigarettes no nah, 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 <laughs> yeah. like go do like lighting and theater which is like super not cool but it worked out yeah yeah, well, yeah. I, I would say so because <laughs> like most of the kids like i'm not gonna go there but well, yeah yeah what were some of those in like uh you know <laughs> hair salon what were some of those shout what, out to them what yeah. were some of those like plays that you were lighting um did we do cinderella i feel like yeah we did like cinderella or something i remember i was super hyped because i was like a freshman i was like the lighting director <laughs> it was like in the paper i was like oh, this is tight wow. way so, tighter than football like, yeah because <laughs> i was not starting and yeah you were like, the quarterback of lighting yeah, so, yeah. exactly i was a yeah, quarterback of theater <laughs> <laughs> so when you and mike link up is this something where you knew you guys were going to be partners going mm, forward no i was just kind of like providing the video aspect of ill roots which it didn't have that video aspect at first so and then we just became super close and then it was like all right it was like yo it's this concert you should come and film i'm like cool and it was like oh yo this person's in town you should come and film like interview and it's like cool i remember uh there was uh we've known mike since he was in high school yeah. and, and i was Richard. like i got him into sobs when he was like 17 and uh very legendary there was uh <laughs> There was an ASAP Mob show at um, I'm trying to think what hotel it was. Um, oh, I know, uh, Bowery. Oh no, but yeah, Bowery Hotel. Mm. And Mike Wax was there, and uh, this was early like ASAP Mob. And he asked me. He was filming on on some camera, and he asked me to hold his iPhone. And he's just like, "Hold it steady and just like film it." And I was <laughs> yeah. so nervous that I was going to drop his phone and you crack the screen. Major. I mean, oh, yeah. No, yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> I was really concerned that I would fuck it up. But I don't think I did. Very rare. Like we used to do these like three camera shoots where it's like seven D T two I iPhone like, <laughs> yeah. and piece them together, and you would never know. Right. Yeah. I remember. Did you guys shoot uh, a music video on a rooftop? early on yeah together do you remember who that was for uh a few rooftops okay <laughs> big sean maybe okay um, lloyd banks okay <laughs> and were these specifically for ill roots the one for sean was yeah what was cool to me was like all right mike gave me kind of this platform to like with all these rappers and like he's super creative and i like knew how to do video i'm super creative too so it was like yo we'll shoot your music video for free if you let us drop it on Ill Roots on our YouTube. So Sean was one of those people. Like, Chip the Ripper was definitely the first one. I remember that, yeah. Like, he's, like, very um, ahead of his time for rocking with us. Shout out to Kev. He changed his name, right? King Chip, yeah. King Chip, right, right, right. But at the time, he was Chip the Ripper. Yeah. And we were all, like, yeah. Yeah. He had the, um, what was the tape? Cleveland show? Yeah, something. 
that was like when we, me and Mike really started to like kick off things. And how did you split up your duties? Like, how does um, co-directing work for you guys? At first, it was like me directing, and Mike was like the. I, I don't. I don't think he was taking director's credit, but he was like putting all of it together and obviously still directing. But it was like a lot of these videos were directed by me at first because I was mm -hmm. behind the camera, and it was like, but we were both still directing. Right. Um, I don't know. I think I was more on the technical side and the concept side, and Mike was like the glue and like the concept side and like. Yeah. So you guys made it through how much of college? Uh, I made it through a year <laughs> and two months. Yeah. <laughs> then Mike made it through a year. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was like super over it, not learning anything. Well, how did that conversation go with your parents, though? Man, it's a crazy, crazy discussion. I probably like, yeah, I can tell you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like I was, I met Virgil and Don. Um, through Mike at RSVP Gallery. RSVP, yeah. Yeah, so Virgil, um, we were out here for like CMJ or something. Mm -hmm. And this was like when like Dark Fantasy was coming out. And Virgil was like, yo. Oh, we had to like drop Virgil's lens off or something. And so happened to be like right outside Ye's house. Mm -hmm. So he was like, yo, like they had just signed Sci High. He was like, yo, we have this like Fool's Gold Sci High show. Like I think Kanye's going to come out. You guys should come film it. So we're like, it's cool. <laughs> And then he calls us sooner. Yeah, he was like, I need you guys to come film something for me. Like, I'm in the studio. So, obviously, we're like, oh, this is like Kanye. So, yeah. like, our guy, Mark, who was um, at RSVP at the time, who kind of plugged us, he, like, called us, like, yo, make sure you guys go get, like, suit jackets. Like, this is, like, Rosewood. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we went to, like, Uniqlo. And, like, <laughs> you got I, a suit at Uniqlo? I, no, I just got, like, the jacket at Uniqlo. I honestly wore this jacket for like a year straight. Well, like, wait, anything fits you I was just going to say. I was not 6'8", yeah. I was like 6'3", maybe. Uh, it barely fit me, like barely. It's like for tiny Japanese people. <laughs> it worked, man. Man, I like how I used to live off of like those tees. Yeah. But yeah, so like we ended up like filming Yay and like that whole day. That was like the day Runaway came out too. Oh my so God. it was like a crazy day. And he was like super hyped in the studio, like playing Dark Fantasy for everybody. So and I again, you're you're I'm eighteen, eighteen years old. <laughs> yeah. So I remember having to go back to school like the next day, like the two days after, and like I'm just like completely distracted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no way, man. Like I cannot be in here. Um, so we were like editing this video of like that day. It never came out. Um, and I remember like, they were like, "Yo, like they're kind of rocking with you. Like they might want to take." Like Virgil might want to like have you come work with him, Virgil. Um, yeah. And I remember telling my parents this like, yo, like, <laughs> they were like, whatever, you, whatever happens, you're not about to just up and drop out of school. <laughs> they were like, you need to have a plan or whatever. My parents are super big on education. Like, sure. My mom's a teacher or was a teacher. Um, oh, she dropped out too. No, but she dropped out of teaching. Yeah. No, nah, never. She still like, she still does. She's not a direct teacher right now, but she's all she's still in the field. But yeah, yeah. so they were like, "Yo, you guys are not." You, you, they're like, "You're not dropping out, um, just up and dropping out." I should say. So lo and behold, that day came. I got a call like, "Yo, we need like we need you to come to New York." So I call my parent. I call my mom first, and I'm like, "Yo, I have to go to New York. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to go to New York." Like. They're like, that's cool, but you're not dropping out of school. Like, <laughs> you know, tell your teachers you're gonna be gone for a couple of days, and like, so I came to New York. What did you tell your teachers? I told them exactly what was happening. Whoa. Like, yo. Like, did they believe you? I don't. I know. <laughs> honestly, like, 
I had, like, when I came back to school after that whole CMJ thing, like, I, like, was skipping a lot of class, and, like, I would, like, tell my teacher, like, yo, I have to edit this video for, it was crazy, I, I just thought about this, I was editing that stuff and editing the Big Sean 2 Fake video at the same time. <laughs> So I was like really skipping class trying to finish the Sean video and trying to finish this Yay thing that never came out. Are you still on PCs or are you on No, Mac? I'm on a Mac. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Final cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Very, very life changing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I tried to do the school thing like for a couple of weeks and like it just wasn't working. So I was out here living out here doing what people do when you get a call from Virgil. Yeah, but but your parents are way, still back. The, that's the most unrelatable thing. <laughs> no, nah, people know. I mean, I can't go into that detail, but you can kind of guess what that, what that. No, of course. You know. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. But like, they they know now. Like yeah. at the time, you didn't know. But like the internet, you can go and sure search Virgil <laughs> and like see what that means. Yeah, yeah. but you like you skip off to New York. Yeah. So after the while, after a while, like I'm like. It's not working, the whole, like, me trying to remotely send papers back. I was just wasn't doing it. So I told my mom, I was like, yo, and my dad, like, I was like, I have to, like, just do this. And they were, they were down. Creatively, what are you doing in New York? Following people around with the yeah, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we only, honestly, we came out here for, like, a press run, and then, like, a press run got canceled. So it was like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> so, like, me and Mike lived with Virgil for a while, like, out here. Uh, me, Mike, Virgil, and Ivan all lived together Whoa. in apartment in East Village. Who was the worst roommate? Um, it was honestly not that. It's a crazy situation now that I think about it because it was a two-bedroom. Virgil <laughs> had a room and I had a room, which is crazy because Ivan should have had the room. Yeah, not right, me. yeah. But <laughs> Ivan, like, yeah. Ivan slept on a couch and Mike slept on like a chair for a solid six months. A I had chair? A, a chair. <laughs> Thank God you didn't have to sleep yeah, in Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I was tall. But like, <laughs> yeah. we all lived together like through like the making of wash the throne wow so who took like, care of the groceries uh nobody <laughs> nobody nobody ate like you know actual food uh crazy hours yeah crazy hour crazy experiences and so watch the throne that was not only in new york the mercer but that's also uh, australia australia yeah uh paris right yeah i think we came on like there was a pocket where we weren't filming anything like outside of like we weren't filming anything in that space where like we moved to new york and it was a, like a standstill of a few months. So I think that's when we got super, I think we focused more on the Uru stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then we got like a call to go to Australia. Very <laughs> random. But we were still living with Virgil at the time. He's like, yo, you know, I think it was like a pocket of time where it was like, yo, work with Sean. Like, work with Sean, work with Sean. I was like, all right, cool. And then it was like a, yo, um, Australia, can you guys come? I didn't have a passport. Oh, my God. No, actually, I got a passport. I didn't have a passport the first time they called me to do something. It was go to Abu Dhabi. So I got a passport the day before. <laughs> so I had a passport for Australia, but I just got it. Jeff, when you fly to Los Angeles, <laughs> right? And you are, you're six, I'm six, three. three. Yeah. yeah. How's that? How's that for you? Oh, your legs, no. all that? Uh, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you are taller than Jeff. Yeah. Um, how is it flying to Australia? Not tight. I mean, it was <laughs> tight because it was like you knew what it was. But flying, honestly, man, at this point in my life, I hate flying, which is crazy because I, I used to love it. But, like, I hate flying because it's just not comfortable. Do you make sure that you get, like, an aisle seat? Well, it was, I like the economy comfort window seat, which sounds crazy. The reason I don't like the aisle is because if I 
I go to sleep on every flight, mm -hmm. and I hate being waking up, so I'll have my leg out. <laughs> and then, like, you have, like, a yeah, the cart thing comes by. slam your yeah. leg or, like, somebody tap you. So I'd rather just be in the window, unless it's just no leg. Room. But, like, my, my seat is the economy comfort window seat. Yeah. Like, if you want to fly me anywhere, it has to be that or first class. <laughs> it's never first class. Though, <laughs> you go to Australia. Yeah. You're filming crazy, uh, Jay crazy. and Kanye and, and the whole recording process. Yeah, wait. So, how is is Jay also down with you filming him? Or I think are they you... were just, like, cool with Kanye. Like, it was, it was like, yo. Yeah, they were cool with it. Did you know that this was going to be... Did you always think about it in the sense of this is going to be a project that will come out? Or was it just like, this may be just for their files? Mm. And did that, did that you know uh, interfere with your vision whatsoever? I'm trying to think. Did people know Watch the Throne was happening before it? they announced like When did they announce that? I don't think that? so. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. I maybe think not. it just like... Uh, cause I remember no, they, no, they did because Ham came out. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was like... At South By. Yeah. No. Was this all? No, it was it was before that. Ham came out very early and I don't think people liked it. Right. <laughs> so they went back in. I remember that being a whole thing. Yeah. But we weren't a, we weren't around for like the ham stuff. That was like in London or something. Mm -hmm. Somebody else was filming. So like yeah, people knew what what it was. So we knew what it was. Yeah. And we we're like eighteen, like in Australia, like Jay Z <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And it, looking back on it it's so ridiculous, like I have to give so many, so much props to like Virgil for being like, a tr like people say people are visionaries, but he's like a true visionary and he like sees things very early. So for him to be like, for him to like really risk his job and be like, yo, let me plop these eighteen year olds who weren't even that good at the time <laughs> in this situation. It's like, yeah. Do you ever think like, why us? Yeah, but I mean, I think about that on a lot of things, but I guess it was just you know destiny and how close like were you afraid to like get up close to these guys to um, film at the, i guess at that point like we have been a little more comfortable with kanye but that doesn't mean anything like mm -hmm. you're still super nervous i remember like being in a room and you see like jay-z walking in and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not about to look at this guy and then like it's like beyonce and it's like, okay they happen to be like the nicest people though yeah just crazy and how long did you stay down there it's like a week or so they were like recording in like this crazy mansion and like having dinners every night. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Were you also having crazy dinners? No. <laughs> not until not until the crazy st I don't even know if I can tell this. I remember the last dinner Kanye left town. It was just J and B and they were like, "Yo, you guys have to eat with us." And I remember it's like a story Mike will probably tell you too one day of like Beyonce passing him the gravy and like asking <laughs> us why we're here. Like, why? Like, how do you guys like get here? You guys are like 18. This is crazy. <laughs> but like, yeah, that was like, I'll, I'll never forget that. And I have terrible memory. I probably don't remember too much about that trip other than that. Well, do you remember how long it took you to put the entire project together? Um, It's still not out, like the documentary aspect of it. So. Even but the one that's out is not the like, we didn't we didn't edit that one. Crazy story. Well, there was there was footage that <laughs> yeah, that there was leaked. a one that leaked that had some of our footage in there, but like there was another guy involved that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. It's, it happened so long ago. Like I probably can be like, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gonna hear it, but you suck, bro. <laughs> yeah, so it leaked, but like, well, how did it feel when that happened? It felt terrible because we were still working on it. It was like two documentaries happened at the same time. Like this one guy who like who was editing his own that somebody really liked, and then there was like 
me and Mike mm-hmm. and Virgil being like, yo, man, you guys have to make this better. And it just, that one leaked while we were working on the other one. I remember huh. somebody like, somebody texted me like, yo, or tweeted me like, yo, saw your name on the Watch the Throne doc credits. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, they like dropped some footage. Was it and me? It was not you. No. I don't remember who it was. Was it up on illroots.com? It was not on illroots. That's probably was the only non-leaked thing. Yeah. Was, that was pretty crazy. And We're skipping a lot of um, crazy Watch the Throne stuff. We we'll yeah. go back. No, yeah. no, no. no. Totally that's, that's fine because I probably like legally can't talk about any of this. Right. It's all good though. Definitely put it in the podcast. But yeah. so you, so you, you come off this life changing trip, yeah. all the way to the other side of the world. Right. You're definitely not going to college. Again no, at this it was point. it was over at that point. Well, and where do you go once you get back to the states? Um, East Village. So you're still here and you're still doing yeah. work for that project. Yeah, just like overall at that point it was like all right, good music per se as opposed to like. You work for, yeah. So it was like Sean stuff, Pusha stuff. It was really just Sean and Pusha. Because mm-hmm. um, those were like the two guys where it's like, all right, I can like really get, you know, down and dirty and work with you. Um, um, and you guys did the ass video. Yeah, that was. Is that much later? No, I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's a crazy story, too. Well, so, real quick. You had worked with Sean when you were back in Chicago. Yeah, so it was, it was all kind of happening at the same time. So it was like, all right, Sean video. But I remember being like in RSVP with Don C when he got like some Sean video sent to him, like get your sum or something. And I remember he was like, yo, I'm going to get you guys like a Sean video, get you guys like 500 bucks. It never happened, but Mike ended up <laughs> like, end up somehow finessing it. But like it was, I guess Sean, obviously Sean was before Ye. Um, but like right around the time we started getting super cool with Sean, is when we got when when Virgil had us come out. So I remember we were supposed to shoot a Sean video, and then we got the New York call, and it was like, "Sorry, bro, can't shoot your video." <laughs> and uh, yeah. and did you and Sean become friendly first, or um, was it like no? Nah, it was just professional. Yeah, he was like he was more cool with Mike Lax actually. Which is funny. <laughs> I remember he'd be like, yeah, like the video drop that says like directed by Mike Carson. He'd be like, shout out to Mike Lax. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the thing for a while. And then like, obviously, like we maybe, all got well, maybe, maybe you were Mike and Wax was Wax, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that wow. makes me feel way better. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the call to do the ass video. And is that? Yeah, that was like a two part thing. So like that song didn't have Nikki on it at first. Um, I think that came out after it came out. Mm-hmm. So we were going to shoot that video and at the time it was more like yo this song is called dance like we need to have like a dance like i remember his manager at the time was like we're gonna shoot this in atlanta we're gonna have like the fraternities and like it's all about dance because the label was scared of it the other thing right which is crazy (laughs) so we're like shooting we're about to go shoot it in atlanta for like i think the budget was like 35 grand Mm -hmm. which sounds like a lot of money but it's not a lot of money but to us as 19 not knowing anything a lot of money. Yeah, so sure. we're like, we're going to produce the video ourselves. We're going to shoot it ourselves. And which is like cool when you're shooting on like 5Ds and stuff, but not cool when you have like a whole record label handing you this money and being like, oh, what about catering? Oh, what about like mm-hmm. wardrobes? Like, what you know, what about all this stuff? Makeup. So, and, yeah. so yeah, we have this whole plan of this video. Or we have to shoot in Atlanta. I remember like video commissioner at the time. It's like, yo, you guys are blowing it. Like, I'm going to just put a producer on this. <laughs> 
So they like hired this producer. They like looked through the thing like, well, you guys are paying yourself way too much money to be doing this. Like, <laughs> so they like figured out how to like fix our budget and we shot the first half of the video, which this is before Nicki Minaj verse. Mm -hmm. I think he ended up getting the verse while we're at the video. Um, so we're shooting it, it's like cool. So we have to do a cut. Um, so in this cut, it was just Sean on the white background and it was just, it was like a shot of like these girls on projector and it was like this party shot. That's all the video is at first. <laughs> so remember everybody's freaking out like, yo, this video is trash. Like this does not look like $35,000. Like, so it was like, yo, Nikki's down to do the video. So it's like, whoa. And at the same time, it's like, yo, you get a second chance to make this video tight. Yeah. So we crammed like six more setups in with like Sean to like figure it out. And then like our two Nikki setups. Um, I like I vividly remember having to be on the phone like Safari a lot. Like, oh my god, he was really cool. Oh, well, that's that's yeah. good. That's the first <laughs> yeah. nice thing that anybody's ever said about. Yo, shouts to Safari. He was yeah. like, he was a cool dude. So she was down in Atlanta too. No, we shot Sean's part in Atlanta. Came back to New York, chopped it up. Wasn't good. And then they were like, all right, Nikki, Nikki's down to shoot. We can shoot in New York, which is cool. So we had like a studio. We had a few more setups, and then. Yeah, so we spent most of the day shooting Sean. I think we were supposed to have like four or so hours with Nikki. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> it was probably like 10 minutes or something. Right. And then like, I remember one of the setups was like this glass, this like producer hired this art director. It was like this setup with like all glass mirrors and like, I remember glass just kept falling. Oh they were like, God. yo, Nikki's about to come out the glass has to stop falling. <laughs> so like, it stopped falling and yeah. So we shot that one scene of Nikki and she's like a bodysuit and then like the super iconic shot of Sean and Nikki on like the backdrop, which was like crazy. Cause at the time it was no videos of like Nikki and I did. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like that video was like the setup of like the Nicki Minaj and dude performance shot, whether it's like 2 Chains or it's like Drake or like, it was like, oh man, it's like Nicki Minaj and this guy, she's like twerking on him, it's like crazy. Did you have any hesitation giving direction at that point? At this, honestly, I didn't. We didn't give much direction to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> it was like, yo, she's on set. She's like, she's here. Cool. Can you stand right here? All right, cool. You good? All right, let's go. I wasn't like, yo, twerk on Sean. It was right, like, right, right. Yeah. What's your motivation? Yeah, here? I'm like 19, and like, I remember like um, somebody works with, who used to work with her told me like later on she's like man like Nikki was so mad like we were directing the video she's like these kids are my brother's age like, they don't know anything like it worked out though and man it worked it, that was a long process to getting that video to what it was well so. how long did it take you to edit it didn't take me that long to edit the actual video is but because like, Mike Wax did it no <laughs> I, I was the editing guy yeah. but like you know. yeah the edit didn't take that long to get it to like a, a version that majority of people like but she hated it she hated it for a long time. Did Sean like it? Sean loved it, and the label liked it. They liked it. Oh, it was great. like Nikki twerking on Sean. Like, right, right. Yeah. How are you not gonna <laughs> like this? So like, it took a, a lot of calls with Safari to like get it. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I was like, I had like a girlfriend in college at the time that was still at that college. So I like remember being at her like dorm, like talking to Safari. Just <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That was probably the first like, oh wow, like the world is like. Who are these kids? Well, yeah. and did you think at that time that you could make yourselves into a legitimate, like, music video directing team for anybody? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you're, you're on, like, cloud nine at that <laughs> point. 
and we're still not 20. Right. I wasn't 20 yet. I think Mike was 20. Did you have a fake ID? No, I don't drink, so I never really, like, well, never had the, like, whole, like, oh, let me get a fake ID face. Because, but except when it was like, all right, let me try to get in this show. I can't get in. <laughs> right. But we used to finesse that. Yeah. Yeah. Through Jeff. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so when you, when you, um, at, at this point, who are you shopping yourself around to? We never really shopped ourselves. It was just like, it was cool because Ill Roots was like a thing and it was at that point bubbling because we were doing all these other small videos. And people were like, oh, okay. And then like Sean was starting to pop. So people were just like kind of seeing stuff. But we never, I don't think we ever really shot like a huge video after that that wasn't Sean mm-hmm. when I think about it. We were still like shooting these like very New York, Brooklyn, you know, so such and such as a New York for a show. We have an hour to shoot a video type of things, which was cool because it was like, taught us how to like be self-sufficient and like and there was no glass falling yeah, and there was yeah. no glass falling yeah <laughs> just rooftop shops with uh <laughs> yeah how did you get in touch with lloyd banks i'm trying to th- i think we were doing a bunch of stuff with pusha and it was a pusha lloyd banks song so we had just shot something with pusha and they were like yo just have them shoot the video we probably charged them like two grand or something which is crazy <laughs> i remember mike wax being super hyped to shoot lloyd, lloyd banks he's like a huge g uh, g unit fan it meant nothing to me <laughs> It was just like, okay, cool. Like, it was a funny experience. I remember I, somebody stole one of my Jordans, like, on that set. Just what? one. What? Yes, one. <laughs> How did you get home? I had, like, two pairs of, like, I was wearing, like, another pair of shoes while I was shooting. And I, like, sure. had, like, some Jordan 6s, like, somewhere. And somebody stole one shoe. I'll never forget this. That's so crazy. That's, Yo, if you're out there, yo, and you have Mike Carson's one shoe, if, reveal yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Leave a comment. Please, man. I so, talk to us about what uh the south by southwest experience uh was like for you guys and how it developed over time first time we ever went there was with like 15 other people from chicago like <laughs> dude joe joe fresh goods i know you're listening <laughs> <laughs> terrell all you guys so we all like just bummed it up and went to south by super last minute and all stayed in like one hotel room oh my god um, but it was cool because it was like our first south by experience and we were like did you go to bed on the floor yeah <laughs> um so yeah that was like the first one and then i'm trying to think when did we first start doing i think mike would like get people to put like he would start like sponsoring showcases in the sense of like just like on like a media cover side and then somehow that turned into like um us doing the Ilmore, which was like Ill Roots and Scoremore. Scoremore is like the big Texas um, promotions company. Like they bring all the artists through Texas. So Mike and Sasha knew each other, and yeah, the Ilmore <laughs> happened. It was very. It was a house at first, like an actual house that we all were staying in. And I remember like Sean was there, Wiz Khalifa was there. Um, was Walker was the there. first year? No, first year was very like very or like very organic like bun b like <laughs> <laughs> big sean Wiz khalifa currency type of vibe yep i think the next year is when it was in like the fake house the, the spot that looked like a house that was <laughs> when it was like okay we have like a sponsor and like people saw like the video from last year they were like okay we might pull up and i think the next year was when it was like the crazy like <laughs> floor cracking kendrick lamar like, yeah like legitimate year. crack the floor yeah, yeah legitimate crack the floor yeah and then after that, it just got too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long were the lines outside of the place? And also, what was your relationship like with the cops? 
lines were pretty lit. Um, That's obviously, an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think as it became more of a thing, this, like, urban legend of, like, oh, the Ilmore, like, it got crazier. But, yeah, I think they had some type of special deal with the cops. Like, nothing illegal. Like, they were hiring cops, but, like, it worked out, yeah. And your relationship at Sean that, at, at, at that point uh, has developed into what? Sean wasn't my, like, daily priority yet. Um, but we're, st- we're, we're like close. We like shot a lot of videos by then. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, pull up to the Ilmore and it was like, cool. Cause at the time it was just a house and it was like, cool. People were just kicking it and like all the rappers are there. And then it was like, yo, come perform here. And it was like, cool. It was popping. So. Mm-hmm. At what point do you get involved in Sean's day to day? Is that like Detroit? Yeah. That was like when it was super like, okay, like this is our guy. Cause he... I remember like um, the video when Nikki came out, I remember being in the car with my mom and Sean called me like, yo, I want you to do all my videos, like, you and Mike. So I think after that we did all his videos. Maybe you were just like, more. no, I can't, I'm already doing all this yeah. stuff with Lloyd Banks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So like we would like do a bunch of video stuff and then it like started turning into like, okay, merch or something. And then it was like, all right, here's the full blown keys so what did you know at that point about the title creative director it wasn't until 2013 where i was like on paper as sean's creative director but like i think we were creative directing sean and what do you think about like the title today because just like um, th- that is like yeah, it's, it's it's watered down but i mean there are people who actually do it um i think i'm a creative director i mean i know i'm a creative director on paper i am big sean's creative director right. contractually yeah but like <laughs> Yeah, there's some really great creative directors. So I came up, I came up under like Virgil. So it's like you see a true creative director, whether people want to, whatever you want to say about him, he's a, the most creative director out of any of these guys. And from from a creativity standpoint, actually, yeah. you know what? From a production standpoint, did you learn a lot from from Virgil? Yeah, man, it's it's crazy because it probably jaded me, like seeing like the Virgil Kanye like. Depth, like how they operate it because it's like oh I'm gonna do this with Sean and it's like no you're not like <laughs> the lady you're not Kanye West like Sean's not Kanye at the time like mm-hmm. I mean he's not now but like we were like trying to get past he wasn't things. big Sean yeah he point, wasn't yeah. big Sean yeah. yet so it was like oh we're gonna turn this in the day before They're like no it doesn't work like that like I'm like yo I just saw Virgil and Kanye do this like I know it works like this which is crazy because it kind of like we now have the leverage now to do stuff like mm-hmm. that but like yeah I mean learning from Virgil was like you know it was like the blueprint did you know anything about like merchandise going into this mm. first time we I ever did merch was with Il Roots right, we were doing America, America. Yeah. yeah so that was like my first taste of like designing so by the time it was like alright do some Sean merch I kinda knew but it was bad like um, really what I think groomed me to be a creative director was Il Roots mm-hmm. cause it was like you have to know how to do this merch, okay? You know, you need to know how to like design this event, or like you need you need to know how to direct this video, or like help this artist with this. So it's like you have all these talents of things you just kind of picked up and learned, and then it's like okay, you have an artist now who needs all these things too, and it's like yeah. And so uh, with Sean, when do you start doing his lighting and stage design? Yeah, it was more like. He was going on tour, I think it was 2012, and he was like, yo, I'm like having a screen. So I was like, all right, um, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I have never I never did anything like this before, outside of like high school theater. Um, 
So and it was Sean like, was just like Cinderella. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't even like lighting at first. It was just like like visuals, as people say. So I was like chopping up like stock footage and like I had all the files as music videos. So I had like a full Nikki take we can put on the screen. Oh man. Just very like unauthorized. <laughs> so it was like, all right, that song will come on, and it's like you can see the full Nikki close up take, which was oh, tight to me. That's and, awesome. Like, Marvin and Sharna had like the files, so it was like full Kanye take. Ah. So that was like the, the vibe up front. So I was like, yo, this is tight. So after a while, like I would, I would be like writing like the lighting notes and stuff or whoever his LD was at the time and like he wasn't doing it. And then at that time, I think a year later is when I became Sean's creative director on paper. So it was like, all right, cool. We need to figure the show out. So I was just learning as I was going. Do you feel like you guys brought the VHS look back? Um... Ill Roots, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say this right now. And I don't say a lot like that. But, like, yeah, for sure. Like, first off, me and Mike did, like, a Chip the Ripper video when he was still Chip the Ripper. And um, our, our guy, Ken Kohler, like, shot it. And we were like, yo, you should, like, re, you should shoot the, like, you should edit the video and then shoot it with a VHS camera, like, the finished product. So if you go back and look, that was, like, the first of the Ill Roots VHS. And then Mike found Gabe of Uzi, yeah. mm-hmm. which was like, okay, super iconic VHS, everybody's on VHS, and yeah. then it was like, now it's VHS, you know, then it was just a full VHS explosion. Because today... Which I thought died, but it's back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like super in vogue now, like, yeah, it's like through apps and, yeah, and all That's that. tight to me, but like, yeah, it's crazy. But like, people should know where, you know, it was born from. <laughs> it wasn't even born, but it's just like, I feel like or re- in, in it our... It was born in like the 80s. Right, right. The, and yeah. like Jesus, it came back, yeah. you know, yeah. like the real roots. I yes. feel like, yeah, in like hip-hop, blog, whatever culture, it was for sure, it was 100%. Mm. Did you get involved with the billboards for Hall of Fame? Yes. So talk about what that was like. Um, um, Hall Hollywood, Fa- Boule- uh, Hollywood Boulevard, right? It was right? like Sunset. sunset yeah. yeah. Wait, is that the one that it was a giant billboard and it said swerve? Yes. Yeah. That was me and Mike Wax. Amazing. <laughs> Which is amazing, amazing yeah. but also like probably dangerous. Oh, but yeah. people see it and then, yeah. And like <laughs> a, probably a complete waste of the label because it doesn't <laughs> say Big Sean Hall of Fame really big. <laughs> Hall of Fame was like the first like... But you did that on purpose, though. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah like, for sure. Uh, yeah. Hall of Fame was like the first real taste of like, okay, this is the ins and outs of the music industry. You like saw it from afar, but like this is like the real like, this is how this works. So like at the time, Sean, like I wasn't Sean's creative director yet, but we had just de- did Detroit and it was like, we were off the hype of that and Sean was like, yo, these are my guys. And then like, there's another creative director that got hired to do the project shouts to him you can just look it up Uh, (laughs) so we're like under him whatever and then after that that's when sean was like yo like this is you yeah and that's also like the strength of you guys you guys went out to la with him um Um, yeah well i think i was super over new york and Mm -hmm. like we were living in brooklyn at the time east bushwick or something was Very not, hip. <laughs> I don't even think it was. It's probably super hip now, but I think we came on, like, the cusp of, like, dangerous. okay. Yeah, yeah. Not even dangerous. It just wasn't tight. It wasn't, like, inspiring to me. Right. Um, no diss to Brooklyn. I know how you guys <laughs> are, but, like, <laughs> I wasn't inspired. Like, I was in, like, this t- – we were in this tiny apartment, like, and, like, I don't know. I just wanted it to – I wasn't feeling it. I'm not, like, a scene kid where I, like, go out and, like, do New York stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what the New York thing to do was at the time, 2010. 
ride the train until it stops. <laughs> no, it was like the hip, like <laughs> rap thing. The I don't know, like, because it wasn't like a what go to like Santos. <laughs> yes, Santos. So you were over that. I wasn't into that, <laughs> yeah. so it was like, all right, man. Like, and I think we all were just kind of like, we need to change the scenery. So, um, I had enough money to move in the, to to L.A. Um, so like I moved there, and um, Mike had a roommate, but I I. This other kid I was gonna move with kind of backed out on me, so I needed to like I had nobody to live with, so I was like I need to figure this out. Um, so like my roommate, uh, like it's this guy Zeno Jones, who mm -hmm. now manages Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just like, man, like I know you've been living with Sean, but like I'm about to move to LA, like we should just like room. He's like, ah. <laughs> so like I went and saw the crib. I'm like, man, please. Like he didn't even see the crib before he moved in. I think he just trusted me. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm still my roommate to this day. Crazy. crazy and what what part of like did you know anything uh, about hollywood no nah, I, I was living in north hollywood mm -hmm. but like i remember when i was in like new york i was like yo i'm not moving to the valley because i was like the cool <laughs> thing to say like yo you're not living in the valley like you get to la you're like all you can afford to do is live in the, the valley. valley yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i remember travis was um was living in north hollywood at the time so i would like sleep on his couch and like while we were trying to like figure out not a big couch <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, we were like trying to figure out like um, you know where we we're gonna live and all this good stuff. Shout out to Travis. Yeah. Um, which is crazy because when I lived in Brooklyn, he would sleep on my couch. Oh so man. So it was like a. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Shouts to Travis Chase. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys. It's like we all kind of like catapulted at the same time. Like, yeah. like we all like came up differently, or but like I think 2010, 11 is when we all were like. Okay. Let's yeah. all wear camouflage, bape. And yeah, <laughs> which is like, I was looking through my Vine the other day, like, when they were, like, deleting it, and it was, like, this Vine of Travis seeing himself on TV at the first time in Whoa. my North Hollywood apartment, and I was like, well, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think about. So, North Hollywood, you have a car out there? No. How are you I, getting around? Uber. Uber had just popped off, Yeah. And it was, like, a lifesaver. Yeah. What are your days and nights like in, in L.A.? Um think that was like right around the time Detroit was coming out so it was a lot of Sean and it was a lot of like ill roots like video merch type stuff and like Travis Scott mm -hmm. like going to the studio with Travis till like 6 a.m. so these are studios like like legit studios not home studios uh, a bit of both okay yeah I think Travis had just got signed at that point so he had like you know, you get your budget, your first record budget. You know, <laughs> you, you're in the big studio. Right. <laughs> you're not at the crib. And then after a while, you're like, I want to be at the crib. Right. Um, and so Sean hires you as his creative director. 2013. In 2013. Yeah. And do you think, all right, well, I got the keys now. Um, I'm going to do this, this, and this? Or are you just like, let me see where this goes? We kind of already were in a sense. Um, but at that point, it was just like, it was like me and Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, doing the Sean stuff before I was like his creative director mm -hmm. and then Michael like was like gonna focus solely on Roots, and I was like alright I'm gonna do Sean and Roots. so like I was like it was still me and Mike but this was like my time to like alright you gotta step up right. and do it yourself right. so this is a time when like you know Drake is around um, this is yeah. a time when like um, a lot of people are still talking but are you ever starstruck after seeing Jay-Z Beyonce no. Kanye like nobody Not tops that for you no um, what was it like meeting Drake? Um, first time I met Drake was in Houston at the first time we did his Houston appreciation. Because mm -hmm. um, Virgil had plugged me. Um, 
because Virgil was helping them with their show at the time. Um, so I was doing like content, and then I had to like go show Drake a bunch of the stuff in Houston. I have to find out what year this was. Um, 2014, maybe? Yeah. So like I had to show him the content, and he was like, yo, this is like the, the best content I've ever had. It was for his wireless show. Mm-hmm. That never happened. <laughs> so like all throughout like my like come up in like careers, all these things that like you work on for <laughs> super long that never happened, which is it's cool though, because it like, you don't get comfortable in like, like, I don't know. You, I don't think you take it for granted when you there's like a you know there's a chance this might not happen, right. which is cool because it's like if you get thrown right into it and it's like this is all happening for me all the time. Every time you're gonna get like comfortable and like I don't know. It's not a special. Mm-hmm. Right. So like worked on this Drake stuff for super long and then he like got sick or something, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, the show never happened. <laughs> and then like Drake Wayne tour came about and they wanted to like repurpose the content. So that was like. The first time I probably had something with Drake out there, and so they did repurpose the content. Yeah, and uh, you went to the show and you saw it. Yeah, at the Hollywood Bowl, first rap show ever at the Hollywood Bowl. And it had a look. It looked tight. Yeah, it was tight. It was like, um, it was a mo- it was a crazy moment because it was like the first rap show that they've ever had there, and it was like my first time seeing my stuff that big. I think. Still and Travis put you on his vine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably, yeah, maybe. <laughs> what what kind of cameras were you shooting on at this point? I'm, I feel like this is when I started realizing I didn't want to do music music videos, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to do like shows. So and like, I was super. Well, why is that? Um, like, were you just tired of? Yeah, I think the process. It's like cool, but like it's also extremely draining, as everything is. But like. I don't know. Sometimes the like return is just not there for me. Mm-hmm. Like you spend all this time on what you think is super tight, and then like it hits YouTube, and it's like, what is this? And it's <laughs> like, okay. Or like the you spend all this time on this video, and you think it's about to be the the artist single or whatever, and it's not. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm over this. And it was like shows. I like saw it was like a wide open like range of like, okay, there's like people like Sean. Who are, who aren't Kanye in a sense of where they don't have a billion dollars to do like these crazy shows? So I'm like, I want to hit this pocket of people who who are fresh and like deserve to have like dope stuff. So like, Sean was like my muse in a sense of like, okay, I can try everything with him and like see what works and what doesn't work. And I think the first person I ever did content for outside of Sean was Rocky mm. through Virgil. Mm-hmm. I'm, that was like two days before they were going on tour and like Virgil was like yo come to like the studio like I want you to do some stuff for Rocky and it was just like right when Live what was the first album? Uh, Live Love, Love, Love It yeah. yeah Live Love It um, yeah. so it was like very VHS like yeah. static like mm-hmm. riot footage type stuff yeah is this like, the one where they like basically reenacted Vietnam? no not that one <laughs> I think this is when he went on tour with Rihanna right, right. I saw that so one too. Yeah. he had like two screens and like it was just like it was super like found footage youtube stuff like mixed with static and like some text because we had like two days to do it (laughs) rocky was cool i remember i had to like go to his house and like um i was like yeah i need to like i need to get some content so i like shot it was like grills like him rapping like you know yeah iconic asap rocky shot yeah yeah, uh, yeah. that's probably been shot a million times (laughs) but yeah that was tight i'm still cool with rocky now he's like do you feel at this point you know Sean 
maybe better than Sean knows himself, like where you can, you're steps ahead and you're just like this. Uh, in 2017? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he knows himself, but like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, because I've like ded- dedicated like the last four or five years of my life to like the Big Sean project. Right. Do you have a an album that really, I mean, I, you you might say it's I Decided, but is there an album that really speaks to you more than another? Um, this one does for sure, but I think Dark Sky was my first time being like, okay, you know how to do this now, so like this is how you do it. So it was like, um, then we had like an in- initial meeting, like Sean, me and Sean played the album for Virgil and like told him what we wanted to do, and he was like, okay, cool, this is what I think too, and he was like, do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We did it. And I remember he had a rule. He was like, yo, Sean's album, next album cover, like, no Photoshop. And we shot the cover in Paris with Fabian with no Photoshop. Like, everything on that cover is in camera. Like, <laughs> down to the water. The, like, everything. It's like no Photoshop. Uh, there was Photoshop for I Decided, though. Yes. <laughs> but. Sean cannot be in two separate places at once. No, that's a, that's an old man next to him. Oh, it is? Yeah. You look hard. Okay. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get you the high res. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Dark Sky was like the first time it was like, all right, it's all on you. Um, you know, I, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna try to direct all the videos now either. It's like, let me get like who I think are, is like the tightest directors, with the exception of all but one video. I had a. I was like really a part of. You can guess the one I'm not a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Just guess and like, or, or look at all the videos and say, okay, which one doesn't? Right. right. I, like, I was a part of it, but I like a strong arm. But um, yeah, so Dark Sky was like the first time it was like, this is your project, and it was like in the credits, like Creative Direction, Big Sean. Um, what um, what concerts inspire you? Now or just throughout life? Throughout life. Glowing a dark tour for sure was like the. I didn't even know at the time I wanted to do stuff like that, but I remember it changing my perspective on Kanye because, like, growing up, I was a huge Kanye fan. Like Chicago, Chicago, and just like my like how I grew up, my parents weren't super heavy on the rap stuff, so Kanye was like the like he's at like the Grammys with the choir and stuff. So it was like okay, you can kind of listen to this guy. So like super into Kanye. I remember graduation was coming out, and I was super in this backpack phase that everybody goes through. <laughs> Like, the first single was, like, Can't Tell Me Nothing. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) So I was, like, over graduation when it came out. I remember I went to the show, and I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, it made me, like, like the album, which today I think is probably number two for me for Kanye. What's number one? Late Registration. Oh, you, yeah. and, you and Jeff. I think, I think late registration is a little lower. but You no, cannot yeah. beat that out. I, like, I was listening to it the other day, like, this is the craziest <laughs> album. Like, what are people, like... The bar is so high, like to me, with that. But yeah, I thought I thought graduation was the was the perfect. I love graduation. Every Kanye album is the best album. <laughs> like I just no, nah, I think late like yeah, late registration. I'm gonna do a quick order. Yeah, late, okay. Love like the top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Late registration. No, you gotta gr- do top eight. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not falling to that. <laughs> late registration. Uh-huh. Graduation mm-hmm. for me, 808s okay. is high up there. You're uh, such an emotional guy. Yeah, man. I was listening to that the other day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get that deep. But, uh, um, college dropout. Mm-hmm. Dark Fantasy, is that five? That's five. Yeah, All that's right, five. I'll leave it at that. I feel like you didn't say Jesus. You didn't say Watch I like, the Throne. I like Jesus. <laughs> I like Watch the Throne. But for me, like. 
By the way, Watch the Throne oh. is the best Throne album ever. Yeah. It is. Top yeah. Throne. Top Throne. It's the best one. Um, wait, what was it like going around for the Yeezus like, promotion? You were part of that too, right? No, no, no. Oh. Just Dark Fantasy. Gotcha. But yeah, which didn't happen because he, he decided he didn't want to do press anymore. The day we got hired. Oh, good. <laughs> so you can imagine how like... <laughs> yeah. So then what did you end up doing? I really... I'm trying to think of what we were doing for those few months. It wasn't... It wasn't anything. It, it was like maybe like Sean stuff or like Ill Roots stuff. When what? it comes to Sean, do you have like a mood board? Do you um, think in colors? Does Sean think in colors or I don't, moods or... I don't necessarily think in color, but like maybe. I don't know what that... like Maybe. But like... Yeah, for like Dark Sky, and I decided absolutely like, like I can um, I have like PDFs on my like computer of just like this was the vibe, and we like stayed true to it. This one too for sure. Like, I went into it when like Sean was in Europe. I I was only in Europe for a little bit, and um, remember he came back like, yo, what are we doing? Like, so like I w- had the whole concept of like bringing color back to his. Um, his thing, which because like when he was early on in his career, everything was super colorful. <laughs> yeah, it was too colorful. And then it was like, okay, dark sky was like our super monochromatic, mm-hmm. desaturated phase. And then I think I decided it's like, okay, we're still in this dark phase, but it's like using light and color as like a metaphor throughout. Check out the album. Yeah, you know, it'll make a little sense. What uh, what was SNL like? Wow, um, it was a lot. <laughs> Probably my least favorite TV I've I've done experience? in a while. Experience, really? Not even like experience, just like yeah, exper- <laughs> they, experience. Yeah. Is it because they like they the parameters of the room? It's the parameters, period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool though. It was like amazing to have that look in the rollout. Like, because well, are you able to talk about like what um what the original vision was or no? Um. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, you know, you see SNL, you're like, yeah, I want to go. You see what everybody's done on there, you're like, I'm going to go crazy. Oh, you got SNL? Cool. And it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there for the 40th um, anniversary? No, I wasn't. When Kanye had the scram? That was dope. Yeah. Uh, that, was prob- that was probably his best SNL to me. And so so for you guys... Are you, are you there the whole week? No, we're there from... Well, I had been here all week doing something else, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah... We were there from Thursday or Wednesday on. Mm-hmm. So you do like, yeah, I don't know if I can talk about it. Yeah, okay. you do one rehearsal, and then you go home, and then you do another dress rehearsal, and then you do like the, yeah, it was like a three-day thing. Well, what's your favorite TV to do? You just did Ellen. Yeah, Fallon for sure. Fallon. Fallon. Yeah, we did Fallon last night. They're just cool in there. They let, <laughs> let us do whatever. Same building. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. What, different experience. Two floors down. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I've. It's cool because, like, I've been in there enough to know, like, okay, avoid this and, like, don't say this to this guy and, like, do this. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool because, like, when I work with other artists outside of Sean, mm-hmm. like, that I might that might get to Ellen before him or so, or, like, I can already know going in now with Sean, like, don't do this. Which is cool because it's, like, Sean doesn't have to be the guinea pig all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our friend Raven would be very upset if we didn't mention her in this podcast. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but uh, you did go to the Beyonce concert with her. Yeah. Um, what was it like being next to a screaming lunatic for three hours? Crazy. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Beyonce. She's yeah, like, like the, what did you think of, of Beyonce's live show? She's the best. <laughs> Beyonce is like the best, period. Like, 
not even to be like the Beyonce stand dude, because I'm not, but like as as far as like rollout and like visual, like at this point in her career, like everything is so like yeah, yeah. It's, she's inspiring. Um, she's like the one person that's left on my list to to work with. Yeah. Um, well, she already collaborated with Mike Wax. That's gave right. Him Past gravy. the gravy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, I was like, whoa, I missed the like, collaboration. <laughs> I was about to hit him. <laughs> um, what is it like to, to have to keep secrets all the time? It's easy now. After being like 18 and like not being able to tell anybody anything, you can do anything. Because now it's like effect, affects my life more so because it's like, all right, stuff I'm directly working on and coming up with. And like, I would be mad if somebody like, like I was at the listening parties, literally slapping phones. It's like, <laughs> yo, like, <laughs> yo, you get invited to a listening party. And you want to be on Instagram Live. Like, right. It's nothing more disrespectful than that to me. Oh, wait, the one just now? Yeah, all of them. We did, <laughs> yeah. This is a crazy week. We did, like, three listening parties. Uh, we have, like, four pop-ups. And we did two TV shows. Oh, my God. That's Constantly awesome. on the plan. Yeah, I saw yeah. you were at, you were at uh, LaGuardia, like, three times this week. <laughs> yeah, th- we, I think we've done New York to L.A. three times this week. You got that, that quick pass, though, right? Oh, uh, yeah, TSA pre-check. Yeah, Shout pre-check. out to that. <laughs> Probably, like, sold my soul for that, but... <laughs> You were involved with the Drake tour, right? Yeah, so Summer 16. That's probably the most like extensive thing I've ever been a part of. And so... On, I, a, on a show side. It's super iconic yeah. in terms of those globes yeah. rising and, and lowering and yeah. moving. And Which I can't take credit for. That was all of them. We just kind of like... Um, initially, Future hit me up to like direct the content and then like when we got there it was like all right let's all work together to make the show make sense so it was like a true collaborative drake's super hands-on like i know people say that in interviews but like super hand like he knows what he wants in the sense of like like okay you're like at a level of like i'm here so it's like i'm not trying to like like things i can kind of get away with with other people he's like no it's like he's competing with like yeah, the guy. So it's like. Well, I mean, but then what does Sean think when you're working with with Drake? Uh, um, I think it's just like, at the time he was in Europe, so I, it was nothing for me to do in Europe. Mm-hmm. He was like on tour, Rihanna, like in the daytime. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, we sent th- something out, and like, I'm gonna come back home. Let's not waste money. So I was just here. So it was like, all right, this is a time where I can go and spend a whole month of my life on something else. Mm-hmm. But like, I would like, I'm not in Europe right now with Drake. Right. right. You so you spend a month on that. Are you in uh, rehearsals and like, is it like a warehouse or how did um, they? Well, I really spent more than a month because it was like making content and then like getting down there and then none of the content working out. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a week before redoing everything. Oh my God. So it was like Arena and um, Texas, Drake. Yeah. Um, and then like. Yes, arena, and then like staying on tour for two weeks and just changing the show every day. Now, at this point with Sean, are there a lot of hurdles to get over, or is it you have a direct line and it's just like you guys want something done, you make it happen? There's probably been more freedom with this one than the other ones, but he still has to go through a lot, like a lot. But I think the team this time really just we stuck to our guns and like we're all on one page and like you know fighting for the same thing what did you guys think when you saw the j cole documentary on hbo it was tight because we were on that tour i like the um the little other episodes more probably because mm-hmm. that was more so just like the show which we saw every night right but it was cool to like see 
the perspe- their perspective of like what was going on. And also, you know, this is a major rap artist putting out just a ton of content yeah. through Vimeo and then HBO. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 so different from what everyone else is doing. Does it inspire you and push you into like, well, what else can we do? Yeah, shots to those guys. They're like super, like they inspire me in the sense of like, okay, we're gonna do it our way. That's like the most inspiring thing about like the way like Eve and Adam yeah. and all those guys move. Also, it's a project that actually came out. Like it's not yeah. just like, you know sitting in <laughs> yeah. someone's like because they like took a, a a real risk of like we're gonna like J Cole's a very radio artist. When you think about it, we're not gonna do any radio or any any singles or any of this stuff. With yeah, Warsaw's Drive, we're gonna drop it. That was a risk for sure. Like at the time, maybe not this one so much because he's like a way bigger artist now. But mm-hmm. like. That's tight. Like taking a risk is like scary, but it's like when it works, it's like yeah. You mean like dropping out of college and going to New yeah. York? Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was a little. It wasn't that much of a risk because it was like what was going on here. But yeah, it could have went left. How did you start working with Bryson? I started working with Bryson. His manager Neil, who I knew from Puff, called me while while I was on tour with J Cole and um and Sean, and he was like, "Yo, I have this like new artist," which is like usual like most dreaded <laughs> sentence he's <laughs> like yo i have this new artist like i want you to work on the show i was like uh, i didn't even hear the music at the time well i didn't think i heard the music so i was like all right for sure i was like bro i'm on tour i can't really do anything right now but like when i get off you know let's talk about it usually that's like a cool like <laughs> yeah brush off. way to get out of yeah. it yeah but this time it was he hit me up after tour and was like yo <laughs> yeah it's coming up um there's a kid Bryson Tiller I was like I didn't know who Bryson Tiller was and he was like he has a song Don't but what was crazy was Don't was in the house music playlist every night on tour with J. Cole wow. so I had been hearing the song I was like okay I'm down to like figure it out and then I met up with them like this crazy mansion uh, I think they were like recording in and he was like yes, this is Bryson he was super shy and like his dad hat was pulled way low. <laughs> I guess, but yeah. Um, but they were like, yeah, we're going to like rehearse, which is like, for I feel like a lot of new artists, they don't really rehearse. When I say they rehearse, they like really put a lot of time and effort into everything they do, especially the live show. So he rehearsed a lot. So his first show was uh, with Travis, opening up for Travis. Hmm. Uh, he was like, yo, like, there's gonna be like a screen there. Like we need like some content and whatever. Which is now I probably will, will not do again in the <laughs> sense of like, okay, brand new artists, not a ton of whatever. But it's like, all right, I like believed in it and like Neil, I trust Neil. So um, yeah, did that first show, opening up for Travis, and it worked out because it could have went really left when you think about it. Like Travis Scott fans r&b yeah oh yeah they were receptive of it i mean it's it's two completely different moods yes yes and no because it's still like vibey yeah because travis has a very vibe like he has his pocket of like very vibey stuff um so yeah it just kind of worked out and then um remember he was doing these three shows one here or two shows one at sobs and one at the Roxy and I couldn't make the SOB show but we like put a design together and I wasn't there and like, apparently like the vendor whoever was providing the lighting completely blew it uh. so I remember getting like these crazy calls like yo <laughs> man this is like Bryson's first show like, <laughs> like nothing's working like no lighting but like um, some guys who I worked with like figured it out 
and then like we did the LA show, which was super proper because like we were there. And then um, yeah, Bryson blew up, and <laughs> all because of the set. Design. No, not had nothing to do with the set design. Well, yeah, we just all agree like, it was the set design. <laughs> What's the most important thing about lighting that you think young artists or people just starting out don't take advantage of? It's a really simple fix. Wow, are we gonna give the juice? Um, <laughs> No, just you just have to realize lighting is you can directly you can directly affect anybody's mood with anything visually. Um, so it's like, all right, you need to intensify a moment. You need to do something intense on stage, or you need to bring it down. You need to do something brought down on stage, or you can do the opposite and be like a artistic cool guy, and like it might work. Um, but yeah, just like I'm about to hit a whole new wave of lighting. 2017 i don't think people were all black everything no because <laughs> everything's so like like silhouetted and like bryson tiller you're like big shawned out so it's like you're like when when yeah. when timbaland like thought that everyone was just like taking and stealing his not even me <laughs> like it's just like the vibe of, of everything right now is very like moody and like in the shadows like um yeah i've worked with some artists who i feel like have we're at the forefront of that but i don't think it's me but um yeah just like i decided we're right yeah <laughs> we're very like when we go on tour it's like you're like oh, okay i'm not putting sean and silhouette mm. on tour are oh, you going to i hope i hope i don't regret saying this on here because i probably <laughs> will but <laughs> listen the only people who are listening are the kids at uh kanye to the oh shout out to kanye to the for <laughs> not leaking sean's album when you guys had a lot of the songs early um yeah. I don't understand that, man. Like how they get everything first. Oh, I don't know. I'm not one of them. I know, but I hope they leave a comment and tell us how they Please do. Please do. Like <laughs> they need to give the juice up. Like every like up until like the album, every one of our releases leaked early and they had it first. How do you hear that that it's leaked? Um Twitter. And I don't even have Twitter, but like they add Sean, Sean honestly sees all these like Anytime something leaks, he's the first person to see it. So even the Wait, stuff that, that he recorded, that he's the one that's leaking. <laughs> no, nah, he's not. That's just crazy. Even like, the stuff that he recorded in his home studio. Yeah, because once you turn it in to the label and like, okay, you have Def Jam and then you have Universal Music and you yeah. have all these like channels, and then it's like, okay, somebody can press a wrong button and it can hit YouTube early, or somebody can press a wrong button and it can premiere on Apple Music <laughs> a day early. And that was happening. And these kids were seeing it first every single time. And then, like, like the fan sites or something, they'll, like, DM Sean, like, yo, is this supposed to be out? <laughs> Which is cool because now they're, like, I feel like we put the fear of God in them. Because, like, like yeah, push out, yeah. push out. But, like, early on, it would just be up. But now they, like, hit us up, which I, like, really appreciate. Um, Speaking of push up, what is your relationship with him as the head of good music? Like, um, what, do you, what do you have to – do you have to run anything by him or – no, I think everybody. Uh, Sean's at the point now where it's like everybody just trusts him. Mm-hmm. And they don't have I to. I trust him. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have to like stand over his shoulder per se because he's like built his own team and his own. You know, he ha- he he is who he is as an artist now. Not to say he wasn't some years ago, but he'll tell you himself that he has grown so much. So they like they know one person they don't have to worry about is Sean. Right. Um, but Pusha is like also somebody I've known since I was 18, um, and who's been super supportive. And like I just saw him the other day. He's like always, just, he's one of the few gen- genuine people in the industry. I feel like. 
how do you feel about Sean getting that that Rockefeller chain? Well, crazy. It, that was crazy know, for the all of us. Best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we you know, you can have all the chains in, in the world, but that's like the one like it's like worldwide. Like I feel like out here, it's like okay, Rockefeller chain um, and what diplomat chain maybe, mm-hmm. but like the rock chain is like the most iconic. Yeah. And the Jesus piece is right next to it, though. Yeah. Shout, shout out to <laughs> Actually, when, when everybody gets, when all the artists get uh, Yeezys, like, before they come out. Yeah, that's like. That's do like you the, get those as well or no? No. I don't rock with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and that's not that's not the fault of anybody on good music. I don't know. Uh, but it's cool. I'm off Adidas. That's fine. Yeah. Shout um, out to. Uh, shout out to John Wexler. Nah. <laughs> shout out to John Wexler. But yeah, we're on some new some new vibes. Even though I am probably wearing Y3. <laughs> Y3 is the exception. <laughs> Shout um, out. Yeah. Actually, what is it like to, to you know walk into a show and to see an entire room full of people dressed up like you? Like me? Or like uh, you, like Big John. <laughs> like, you know, like it's people tight. within it's like like the circle. It, it, um, that's why I think I like shows more than I like music videos or like more internet type stuff because it's in real life and you can like see reactions and see people yeah you can like it's it's real life so like somebody's gonna pull their phone out and take a picture of something you created or like you see a kid wearing a t-shirt you made or like you see a kid dressed exactly like sean or travis or bryson mm-hmm. it's like instant gratification how do you feel about the ill america stuff that you designed way back when I think it's still dope. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, I wanted the white tee so badly. Bruce presents white tee. Yeah. I like. I just moved and like I have a box. Like, of those? Uh, uh, no, not of those. <laughs> just all the stuff we did like that. I, I'm like, all right, I can't touch. Like, <laughs> it might be, you know. Do you think any of it uh, was like way ahead of its time? Yes. And could any of it come back? It should. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should. <laughs> what do you think about every artist now having a? Uh, a clothing line, a pop up shop. Pop up shop, yeah. like I think it's I think it's cool because it's you're not making money selling records <laughs> unless you're like Adele and you're writing all the songs and producing. So it's like, yeah, make that merch money, make that show money. It's guys who like aren't on the radio or aren't on TV who are killing the merch and are killing the shows, like killing it, like. Yeah. I'm trying to be like Tech Nine, like yeah. Yeah. fully self sufficient. Like mm-hmm. you own everything, and you like yeah, sell like everybody should do a pop up shop. Like why not? Yeah. So what is life like now? Now the album's out. Yeah, it's now out. The, like, the I haven't checked my phone in like an hour. <laughs> the first the first run of promo it's, is is done. Yeah. Now what do you get to do? Do you get to go home and relax um, and? Well, no. But <laughs> I, look, I, look, I think I have like a couple of days. My birthday's Wednesday, I think. Nice. So Wait, go, you and your brother are both? No, my brother's a 27, so he probably won't be 21 by the time okay. it's coming out. But, um, <laughs> but both born in February. Yeah, both born yeah. in February. Um, yeah, so today I'm going to go to the pop-up shop. Right. Time is it? Uh, I'm going to go to the pop-up shop and... Um, you're gonna yeah, get us like 30 hoodies, got right? You. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Pull up. That? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> well, it's a pullover. It's a cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow, I think Sean has to go to Houston and Vegas in the same day, but I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go to LA for a couple hours and then go to Vegas. Nice. For Dre's, and then 
I'm gonna chill for a couple of days and then. Well, you've earned that. Yeah. How nice yeah. is that? Yeah. yeah, for a couple of days. You should creative direct your sleep. <laughs> I will be. Yeah. <laughs> Ill pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Candles and. Yeah. I got like a spa day after like trading or something well uh congratulations on everything you've gone from your dreams to everyone you know making everyone else's dreams it's Man, pretty... I'm, I'm still living my dreams i'm like super grateful to be here well you're you're certainly getting out your dreams so yes you know. <laughs> i decided this is a great podcast <laughs> oh. <laughs> thanks for coming through yeah, thanks, for having me. thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of a waste of time with it's the real and thank you for rocking with us all week during february surprise jeff if people want to hear more episodes just like this one, if people want to find out more information about us, and if people want to come to our headlining show at SOBs on February 23rd called Your Girls Tour, where can they go? You can always go to itstherial.com, buy your tickets today, February 23rd, Your Girls Tour. We will be there on stage, rapping with you and at you. Uh, we can also be found on soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. We are also on soundcloud.com slash it's the real. That's where all of our music lives. We are on Instagram at it's the real, Twitter at it's the real, Facebook at it's the real. If you want to search for us on iTunes, we are a waste of time with it's the real. Also, we are on Snapchat. It's it's the real and it's the real Eric because it's the real was taken. Now, we like to spread the word about this podcast. That is huge driver for all of our audience and we like to tell that audience to tell their friends to tell their family to tell their in-laws to tell their friends to tell whoever they see on the street about a waste of time with this the real and get this podcast into everybody's ears and we know that it starts with us so jeff who do you want to tell well since i'm thinking about people who we've known since they were like children mm -hmm. so mike carson yeah. mike wax yeah i want to shout out carla moy the, the uh, prodigy, yeah, hustle, hustle girl. girl from uh, Canada. She was Drake's number one fan. She might still be Drake's number one fan. Yeah, hustle and girl. she is a DJ, and she is uh, one of the best people out of Canada. Shouts to Hustle Girl. Shouts to Carla Moy. Spread the word, Carla Moy. I would like to tell one of our best friends, David Cho. Now we've shouted him out before, but I just want to say that David Cho is one of the smartest most genuine people that we've ever met and we appreciate his advice shout out to david show spread the word about a waste of time with it's the real we're back tuesday with a new episode not for real for real see you then <laughs>